what's going on? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Already fucking it up. What's going on? It's your boy, Tez Reacts, aka Cortez. All right, we're back at it again with a, another episode of We're Not Experts podcast. I got Eric with me. I got my boy Mac with me. We're about to go ahead and get into some stuff. So how has the week been treating y'all boys? Uh, pretty good, man. Just uh, getting back in the flow of things and good to go. Yeah, pretty much getting back in the flow of things. Uh, kids started school. I finally got back in Texas, I told you last time. But uh, setting up daycare, man, drop them off to school, trying to get back in the rhythm and shit. So, so yeah, me, um, I just got full custody of both of my kids. Yeah. So it's been it's been a madhouse in there. All five kids, everybody's running around trying to figure out school and and how, figure out how to balance work and everything. It's been a lot, but it's good. I mean, there's a few growing pains going on, but I mean, that's what comes when you have to, you know, readjust everything that you got going on. And I'm actually glad to have them here. So. I paid actually paid a lot of money for a lawyer in order to get him back out here, so it's good. Well, at least it worked out though. Yeah, yeah for real. It's blessings. I mean, of course, you know, you got to deal with the exes and whatnot. I mean, I'm not too happy with the situation, but I mean, I'm not gonna get too much into that, you know. But just moving on from that, so. A story that I found that was interesting, and we were kind of talking about it before we started here, but the whole Alexa situation with the the kid, I'm just going to read it a little bit. I'm going to share the screen here for a little bit and read a little bit about it. So there was a 10-year-old who was told to do something pretty interesting from Alexa, okay? And... Here's the article here. I'm not going to read it verbatim, but the suggestion came after the girl asked Alexa for a challenge to do. All right, plug in a phone charger about halfway into a wall outlet, then touch a penny to the exposed prongs, the smart speaker said. All right, so I feel like that's all I really need to read right there. So first off, who's programming these Alexa, these damn Alexa things? first like secondly it's just the second thing that came to my mind was you know as a 10 year old i know my 10 year old would probably think twice about doing that but when it comes to doing like what age do you look at kids and you say hey you probably shouldn't do something that stupid so let's just use that as an example like i feel like 10 years old i feel like maybe if it was like an eight-year-old that would be acceptable but a 10 year old no i don't know but not even bro like my ten year old would, would never do that. Like I think it goes into how you raise your children. You know what I mean? I think that plays a big part because hell, my, my six-year-old son would even do that. Because he would not touch the outlets because when he was younger, I touched him, popped his hand. So now he know, hey, outlets off limits. That's my dad or my mom to plug some stuff in. So do y'all even have Alexa in your house? So, no. Yeah, I actually do have one. I got and... one too. I, I don't like it, but I also have uh, one of those home pods up there too. Yeah. I like the home pod a lot more than I like the Alexa thing. And maybe it's the Apple bias. I don't know. 
But I remember a couple years ago, those Momo challenges. You remember Momo? The, yeah. the videos that would pop up with that scary ass thing. Yeah. So like kill themselves essentially. Yeah. yeah. And I know me personally, my daughter who was like, she was three or four at the time. She was like, yeah, I looked at those Momo videos and she's crazy. You know, she tells kids to do crazy stuff. And I was like, well, what stops you from doing it? She was like, well, I mean, I know I'm not supposed to. And I was like, and it kind of goes into this situation here. It's like, if my three-year-old at the time knows the difference from, you know, not doing stupid stuff like burning your house down, then why didn't this 10-year-old know that they weren't supposed to plug this thing in there and essentially electrocute yourself? I think it goes back to what Max said, how you raise your children. But you got to think too, remember the Tide Pod thing? Yeah, those yeah, people, yeah, yeah. things were ranged from what ten to what twenty. Yeah, right. people say your brains don't aren't fully, you know, grown until not grown. I think that's a wrong word until you're like nineteen. Yeah, like so I think that's why they consider eighteen like you're not minor anymore. I mean, I don't know. It's all laws, but still, you got to think about it. You had some grown ass people eating detergent. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That's inside <laughs> of a disposable plastic pouch. What are yeah. you doing with your life? Of course, this little girl is going to bing bong stuck a piece, <laughs> a piece of copper in the damn outlet, right? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to lie to you. When I was a kid, I remember two times, okay? And I should probably be, be judged. All right? I don't really tell people this too much. But yes, I stuck a key in a socket twice. Yeah, Did it two times. The first time I did it, I don't remember if I got shocked or not. I just remember there being... Like a bunch of sparks that popped up and i was like oh and then my mom beat the hell out of me for it mm. <laughs> and i did it again i don't know what made me do it but i stuck my hand in there and that time i got shot <laughs> and i just remember just getting electrocuted and just falling on the floor <laughs> my mama came in and she was like hey like, why would you do this shit? <laughs> and i was like I, I don't know i think it helps too man if you got like like coming up you got older siblings if i was like around my brother who's older than me and my cousin who older. So we was like three little ninjas, bro, like just running around. So I would see them do dumb stuff and I'd be like, nope, that shit like it hurt. So I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking back to my childhood. So for a little while I live with my auntie and I ain't gonna lie, like I love my auntie, but we were not supervised the best over there. Right. I'm telling you like it was bad, <laughs> but it was too many kids for her to supervise way that she needed to like my mom had she was trying to get everything established up in Colorado and I just remember just doing just the worst stuff like we used to I remember this one day in particular we were just doing stupid stuff like we were on the second floor all our rooms were up there and I was spitting outside like everybody just spitting outside and just watching the spit hit the floor and I remember spitting out the window and my spit didn't hit the ground and kind of like the wind took it off and I was like all right whatever so then like my cousins they were all hanging outside the window like they were like hopping outside the window and like hanging on and just like doing that and i was like yeah i'm not doing that because i had enough common sense so then the people across the street was like yeah they were out there hanging out the window like they knocked on the door and they told on us essentially and they were like yeah and they pointed at my cousin they were like and he spit on me and I was 90% like, sure it was me that did it. But of course, I'm not about to take that ass. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, I was like, 
I don't know for sure if it hit her in the face, but I was like, my spit was the only one I didn't see hit the ground. <laughs> and it smacked her right in the face. <laughs> yeah, just unsupervised, like on a balcony, apartments hanging off the rails and stuff. Yeah. So, like, like I told you last time, like, um, I used to live with my, my great grandmother. They didn't watch us at all, bro. So we'd be running around planting quarries and shit, climbing dirt piles and just all types of stuff, bro. Like stuff that you wouldn't let your kids even think about. You know what I mean? So absolutely. Now in that article, did it did it say that the girl actually did it? Uh so let me look at it. So I know it said it told her to do it. Let me see the girl's mother described the incident on Twitter. She said. We were doing some physical challenges like laying down and rolling over, holding a shoe on your foot from a physical education teacher on YouTube, bad weather outside. She just wanted another one. That's when the echo speaker suggested partaking in the challenge that it had found on the web. Okay. So she just heard it and was like, all right, I'm going to report it. Then. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much what happened. So they're, they're going after Amazon for filtering what actually comes through those things. Hey, yeah. Jeff Bezos can handle it. I'm up rich as hell. Man. Yes. <laughs> hey, but also, too, I've seen a video, uh, you know, children, uh, they, when they say things, it sounds a certain way, but you know what they're trying to say. Mm -hmm. So this one kid, I actually saw it on YouTube a while back, and I thought it was funny. He said something, but it tried to bring up like a porno, <laughs> uh, you know, like a video. <laughs> and I was dying laughing because... When he said it before the Alexa repeated it, I was like, damn, this sounded like he said, you know, this and the other. <laughs> and sure as shit, the Alexa was like, oh, you want this or whatever? Here's this porn. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> so what's crazy, though, is when it comes to those Alexas, you can set it up to where there's filters on there where kids shouldn't be hearing those certain types of things. And that's probably where the lawsuit is going to get kind of weird because maybe they didn't set up the parameters on the uh, yeah. on the Alexa like they should have. Just everything. All they got to do is give you the tools, man. That's yeah. it. Like they, they can put the preference in there. And if you don't use them, that's on you at that point. You bought it. Yeah, a lot of the times, too, it's really hard to do those privacy settings or the family settings. It's impossible to find. Yeah, it's like a third-party thing, like on a website, when, when you're dealing with something that looks like your microphone here, right? You can't just have a screen on there. You got to do third-party stuff to get into there. To do, uh, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it is. So I just let it hang, and if I catch hey. a dude doing something crazy, I'm like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> that is. But I mean, I don't have to. His his mom takes care of him. I'm just I'm just bringing that up. Oh in yeah, no. it, it makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got weird about the last one we did, you know, because we were talking about you know that thing. Cause I was drinking beers and how she like taps her hand. When she oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had to fast forward to that when we, had, <laughs> when we were, because uh, she was like, "Let's see, let me see the podcast. Let me see the podcast." I was like, first of all, I don't like that, <laughs> whatever." But either way, I, I fast forwarded past to where we were talking about our, you know, our significant others. And yeah. Because I was like, I'm not trying to let you hear that shit because it's a fight. <laughs> nah, see, I, I let it play all the way through. Yeah. Like even because even the rough stuff we were talking about, it all kind of got smoothed over. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that thing I asked you to edit out. I'm glad you did it because yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have y'all out there like that. That's yeah. why I always make sure I listen <laughs> to it completely through, so we don't end up in like some weird situation. Yeah. If if you're if this does take off, I don't want you to get demonetized over like some. Oh yeah weird stuff that you did on the first one or what i said on the first one no nah, i saw it it's all good 
<laughs> we were talking about paraplegic people, or actually quadriplegic, and I happened to say something that was very insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cancel culture out here, man. Hey, man, I yeah. catch you. Yeah. Catch you. <laughs> like, yeah, remember back in 2019 when you said this? <laughs> Like, yeah, like, bro, you, you'll get your whole life messed up all because of something that, A, you weren't really, you weren't really too sure about. And sometimes, a lot of times, people don't even think this stuff is offensive. I mean, it's ignorance. I mean, yeah, if, if and that's why, like, in the bio of the uh, YouTube, I said, if, you know, if we're doing anything wrong or saying anything wrong, there's nothing wrong with educating people at the end of the day. Because, I mean, sometimes I could be saying something that I don't know is offensive. And I'm not gonna necessarily know unless you tell me. I mean, trying to cancel somebody because of it is, uh, to me, that's wild. Yeah, people always punch down before they educate, man. Oh yeah, punch down. I heard that before. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. No, that that was a great one. Like, I don't think, I don't think that was talked about enough either. Well, no, it was talked about a lot. It was talked about a lot. With it's crazy, man. You see, like his his career span of like doing stand-up comedy to now his stand-ups are like so educational to be and they're, they're funny as hell but it's mostly education you sit there and look at you know what i mean and actually mm-hmm. right way and telling an hour-long story yeah it is <laughs> i mean and there's some funny parts in it mm-hmm. but it's like he has a certain level of storytelling to where you know it's funny but it's like you don't really leave with you know the haha stuff at the end of it you leave more with like okay i just learned something yeah like more insight bro and that, that's why i love dave Chappelle and i love his comedy and, and there's nobody out there like him yeah. and while everybody's trying to cancel him i think people need to actually listen to what he's saying but you know certain people are going to listen certain people are just going to take what they want to take from it okay so Coming off that Alexa topic, I was just going back and, you know, a few days ago, I was reflecting about, you know, what we were talking about on the last part about, um, what was it? You know, if we could figure out when we were going to die and whatnot. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, what is some advice that I would go back and I would give myself, you know, when I was younger? So... Just what do y'all think is something that you would tell yourself that like uh, not like that you know now that you should have educated yourself about like when you were younger? Shit. So now. So I'll start it off. So me, for instance, I wish I would have told myself not to worry about what everybody else has going on. I mean, because for me. I just remember right before I joined the army, like a, a big thing that I was, um, I said, I wouldn't even talk about that, but one of the things that I was always stuck on was I would hop on social media and everybody had, it seemed like everybody had everything figured out. Like I was only 18, but everybody had cars. Everybody seemed to have jobs and I would be going to job interviews and I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't get hired anywhere. And I didn't really have the skills necessary to, uh, to get hired at the time. So it was just like a constant cycle until I eventually found a job. And then I still ended up having to put all the pieces together. But for me, that's the biggest lesson that I needed to learn was just 
you know, don't be out there comparing your life to everybody else's. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't you know what I mean? Because if, if I had the opportunity, I don't think, I mean, yeah, what you said was cool, but I don't, I think in, in my mindset, I don't think I would say anything to myself just because would I listen? Probably not. You know what I mean? I'd still that's do the same point. thing. I do my, do what, what I wanted to do at the time. I mean, you tell yourself something now, let you know now. Your whole life is going to change. If you listen to it, you know what I mean? Like the whole butterfly thing. So, like, like you said, I keep the same, man. I got, I got loving kids, man. I got a nice house finally, you know what I'm saying? I got, got my, my truck I love. Like, kind of like you said, too, man. Like, don't worry about what everybody else is doing because, you know, we, we went through our, our crap in 2017 and, it was like we was falling down, bro, and it was hard to get back up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It took it took some years, but we finally in a good spot, like both of us. So, yeah, both of you really are too. Being that I, I've known both of y'all, mm-hmm. I, I mean, me and you haven't talked in years, but you seem to be doing a lot better than the last time we were together. Yeah, man. Yeah, because yeah, like when I when I first met you, like I was going through all my shit, man. So yeah, I know. So I mean, I would I wouldn't change anything. That's what's up. I mean, yeah, in all honesty, like, I don't think I would really change much either because, yeah, y'all are both right. Like, at the end of the day, we are here. And, it like, and all of us are doing pretty well. Yeah. And, like, nobody's, like, we're not having, like, no serious health issues. We got families. We got significant others. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, end of the day, that's all you can really ask for. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I'm kind of glad y'all actually said that. I mean, because that topic was just something that I was kind of just thinking about. But no, you you're right though. You said was right, yeah. Yeah, you gotta think about it, man. Like where I grew up in Houston, bro. Like all the dudes around my age, if you wasn't playing basketball, you was doing some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But dude, you doing some dumb shit, they had money. You know what I'm saying? They had all the clothes and shit. And plus, like when Katrina hit, everybody went to Houston and crap, bro. It was like so many different people there. Like just there's a whole different vibe, man. If you wasn't with that type of shit, then you was considered like a lame. Mm-hmm. If you weren't drinking lean, right? I was suffering. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So thinking about everybody else around you and seeing how they live in their life and how they moving fast, bro, it, it puts pressure on you, especially as a teenager, dog, because we all, we all about the influence, you know what I mean? Like, it's you go through high school, man, like, if you're not liked, bro, you you damn near depressed. Mm-hmm. I think kind of growing up mentally and having that, that, that mentality of, like, I don't care what other people think, you are ahead of your peers because it's a normal thing for a child to always – Think about what people think about it. You know what I mean? So that's some good advice you would give yourself. Like I, I would do that too. But in the, in the highest of the things, like I, we all have good lives right now, so ain't nothing to change. So yeah, I was also thinking of it from the like uh, just to think of who. I mean, as of right now, we're not that big, right? But who would be our main demographic? And it would probably be younger men that would be trying to you know step into their own because. A lot of times men in between like 18 to about 30 years old, they're, st- they're still trying to figure it out and they haven't really gotten to their own yet. And I think that's the perspective I was thinking about when I made that question was that, you know, who are we talking to exactly? And just what do we want to put out? Like, I want to make sure that I put out some good stuff, you know, just in case people do listen. I mean, at least continue to stay consistent I, I believe we can definitely 
encourage some more listeners and whatnot. But yeah, I just want to make sure that I'm putting out the right stuff and not necessarily too much craziness. You know? I like I like what you're doing here, man. I need you need to show me how to use this Zoom too, because this hour drive is getting rough too. Okay, yeah, they, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually, Alice was talking to me about that. And, yeah, uh, just the whole webcam situation. I can get you set up. Yeah, and whatnot. Well, I got I got a tablet or whatever with a web camera. So okay, yeah. That works. So, hey, did, did y'all have like a so like kind of coming up, you know, did y'all have the mentality of yo, I have to make it like to this level before I hit 30 years old or something like that? You know, like women, like yo, I gotta have kids before this age. Like, yeah. and like, how is that for y'all? Like, did y'all put yourselves at a certain part in your life where y'all should be at, or like, like how's that work for you? Like, milestones, kind of, yeah, yeah, I guess, like setting goals. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever set any goals, I still have it. I just kind of, I've been doing stuff. Like when we were talking about we, we are where we are now, I wouldn't go back. I got in a bad accident, a uh, car accident a couple uh, couple years ago, man. I broke my sternum. Yeah, you told me about the Yeah, sh- stuff's been going wrong since, but I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. But uh, I don't think I, I don't think I set anything like for myself to, to meet. I kind of just take it as it is because you never know. I thought I was dead for a little while too when I got in that car accident and I was still like traveling on, you know what I mean? Subconsciously, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was freaky for a minute, like a good six months. I, th- I still thought I was like dead. It was crazy. Bro. Yeah. Now, so for me, I think when I first, like when I got married, I felt like I was trying to hit a bunch of like milestones you know, like you get married, you have a kid and all this other stuff. You know, I was young. Like I was 21 when I got married and in no way, shape or form, I would tell any 21 year old all day long, do not do that to yourself. And it's not because you don't love the woman or anything like that, but you're mentally not ready. Like I wasn't mature enough. And I think that was the only time where I felt like I was putting pressure on myself to do things is when I was that age. As of right now, like I don't, even do new year's resolutions too much i mean i do have a bunch of things that i've written down that i want to try to accomplish for the year but i think this is the first time in a while that i've done anything of that of that nature i think that's kind of like just growing up man like setting setting goals and you know what I mean? like like you said we we damn near live the same life bro like 21 year old getting married becoming a father like you said like once you get married you know what comes next. You know, I'm like, all right, kid, house, like the whole little dream, you know what I mean? And most of the time it don't work out like that, especially for the occupation we got, you know what I mean? So I think that's a good advice to give to a 21-year-old because they like to rush into things. Like I, I did the same thing. Um, I felt like like now that I'm I'm older, I'm 28 now, so I can kind of like sit back. I know how things work. So I'm not, I'm not rushing or putting pressure on myself. Uh, kind of like you too, Rojek, man. Like I, I really don't set goals and I just, I, I, I take it as it comes. Yeah. I think, I think the first goal I set was when I, when I left, you know, and, and went somewhere else, got a new job and, and kind of like try to plan for my future in a sense, because what I had wasn't really going to help me outside. So mm-hmm. it was like my one big goal and I, I actually got it. And now I'm just kind of sitting here countdown of time man so i ain't in no rush no yeah you run out of time too if you mm-hmm. think about it we're all running out of time 
everything has an expiration date too so it, stuff could be good stuff could be bad you know like it's like that one funny thing that one dude said is like sometimes it may be good sometimes it may be shit you know what i mean it just keeps <laughs> going dog. like rolling down the hill getting bigger and bigger and then it melts yeah. and it does it again you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> it was funny because i just uh that kind of brings me to like a quote that i seen from tom hanks and he was like you know you know, if you're in a good moment in your life right now, just keep in mind that that's going to pass at some point. If you're in a bad moment in your life right now, you have to keep in mind that that's going to pass too. Like life's just going to keep going and it's never going to be perpetually one thing. And I was also like, I was listening to this. It was Alice. She was reading a book and Dr. Phil wrote the book. I don't really feel too great about Dr. Phil, but it was a good quote in there. And he was like, you know, a lot of people just say, a lot of people say, you know, I just want to raise my kids so they could be happy. And he was like, you know, that's not really a realistic goal because happiness is an emotion. And if you're just looking to have happy kids all the time, like you're probably like, they're not going to be all that great in the long run because they're always going to think that they're supposed to be happy. And I can't count on my finger well i can't think of like myself as like happy all the time like a lot of times i'm just kind of sitting here and i'm like i'm good yeah like i'm not like unhappy but i don't really know what it means to be happy for real for real it depends on the way you think of it i guess yeah yeah i actually like that too man because like my biggest obstacle right now as a father anyway with my son he is a sore loser sore loser all right so the main thing I want to do is obviously put him in basketball because that's the start group. But my main goal for that is because, well, the main reason for it is so he can actually lose and be able to pick himself up and keep going. Because, you know, basketball not only teaches teamwork. You know, it, it, like failure helps you. Like you said, if you raise a happy kid, that probably is going to be average. You know, all they want to do is be happy. You know what I mean? Like failure helps you. It creates a a sense of like wanting to do better and like getting past that obstacle. You know what I mean, and that's what life is. But like I've had more failures in life than, than you know, pit times or whatever. Like it's just it, but it made me who I am today, which was why I love it. You know what I mean? So like pain, failure, all that shit, it, it you need it. Absolutely. Because I, I can't imagine like I I think of myself as a pretty strong person mentally, physically, because of all the stuff that I've dealt with. Yeah. Like I couldn't be the way that I am now without the amount of pain that I've gone through in my life. But I feel like we're getting like super, serious. super deep, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if, hey, man, it feels like we're all like kicking back a bunch of drinks and it's coming to the you know end of the night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone's about to start crying. <laughs> Someone's going to go in the corner and throw up or something. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. So on a bit of a, well, it's not a happy topic, but the whole Megan Good situation. So her husband actually was the one that filed for divorce. All right. So, and as you know, he's he's a preacher, he's a man of God. And the fact that he's filing for divorce, it it kind of tells you a lot of things without telling you a lot of things. Because of course, he didn't talk too much about what was going on, but there were some things that were going like that were happening and you know she wasn't acting for a little while and now all of a sudden she's back on the on the tv and everything so it may have something to do with that but i'm not here to speculate about that the question i'm 
here to ask is, do you think celebrity relationships are more likely to fail than regular relationships because of the, well, just do you think they're more destined to fail than a regular person's relationship is? Absolutely. You said absolutely? Yeah, because you got to think about it, man. They're constantly scrutinized, judged, you know what I mean, being followed. Like, it, it puts that added pressure on the relationship. Like we can kind of, we, we can be low-key with ours, man. We don't worry about stepping out the house and you got four or five cars out there taking pictures of you checking the mail or something like that. You know what I mean? So, especially with him being a preacher, man, we know, like, not to get too heavy on religion, but I grew up in a Christian household, man. They are some of the most judgmental people I've ever met. Yeah, big time. The, the, the first viral video of them two being together was, like, one of the ladies in the congregation in the uh, in the audience. And she was like, okay, well, now you married to a man and guy, you're going gonna to cover up, right? Because she was, like, magazine shoots. And, like, you know, she was, like, you know, half naked, whatever. And he, he defended her. He's like, no, we're not here for that. Like, that's my wife. She can do whatever she wants. Like, she's a woman of God and all that stuff. So, I think even him being, you know, a preacher, but way more pressure on that relationship because you have to have that picture of perfection. So, I, with them, yeah, I, I think it was doing the fail, to be honest with you. So just to play devil's advocate, because I'm not going to lie, I agree with you 100%. I think that celebrity relationships are a lot more destined to fail than, you know, your regular relationship. But to play devil's advocate, you know, a lot of times people look at it and they're like, okay, relationship goes, blah, blah, blah. I mean, of course, they have a lot more eyes on them, but I feel like they have a lot more people that want them to succeed as opposed to people that want them to fail i mean if that makes any sense and it'll cause some women and some men that pretty much stay away well not men i mean men are men i mean at the end of the day they we're gonna shoot our shot regardless i mean it don't matter who is but i feel like on the other end of the spectrum it'll stop some women from like messing around like trying to mess with that man and whatnot just because people like that they like to think that relationships are perfect I mean, and at the end of the day, like we established before, relationships, it don't matter who you're in a relationship with, it's never going to be completely perfect. Like, you have to deal with different problems regardless. But I think the problems of being famous as opposed, well, no, because going back to the number one reason for divorce, finances. A lot of broke people go through what they go through because of finances and they just, they can't make ends meet. So I think... I don't know. I can't really put them into a, a category, but I think that uh, I think they may have it a little bit harder. Just normal people. With him being a preacher and her being an actress, me personally, like I don't know about y'all too. Like, for me, it's out of the question. Like if if you if you marry into a, an actor or actress, like you have to deal with the fact that they're gonna be on screen having like a, a you know a love interest, whatever movie they're playing with kissing, hugging, like shooting bedroom shots and stuff like that. Like, how would they make you feel as a man? Because I think when she when she got with him, she did that movie um, with Dennis Quaid. He was like, he owned the house and her and her man bought the house. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was like some sex scenes in that movie, like some real sex scenes, bro. As, as her husband, like, how would they make you feel? You know what I mean? Like, that has to add pressure, too. Like, that, I would get hot. I ain't gonna lie. No, yeah, and as men, a lot of times we can't really deal with that. What about you? Like that jealousy thing? Yeah, that's, that's all it stems down to is jealousy. Yeah. I, man, 
I would be hot too, but then I would play it cool like I wasn't. Yeah. But then it would hey. eat it, then it would eat me. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? But that's what most men do, bro. Like we 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 take it in stride and just lock it up. Yeah. Later down the line, bro, that shit it make you blow up, man. Mm-hmm. So. Over nothing. Like it could be like hey. Hey, you dropped a couple pennies on the ground after you try to shock yourself <laughs> in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yo so me and me and i were having a conversation so sex scenes in movies i think are completely useless yeah, i don't I, I don't understand why there are sex scenes in movies at all because nobody's watching a movie and like oh you know that sex scene well some people i don't know actually, i don't know some, anybody yeah some some, some people actually like women. that because sex sells man i'm so, looking 50 shades of gray yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That shit whole, blew up, man. Just it because it's the auto erotica, the, the damn yeah. erotic book too. So like the sex scenes do bring in a certain, a certain demographic. Memory. Yeah. Just like anything, man. Like if you look up anything in the world, someone digs it. The only reason why it's there is because someone likes it. That's why it's there. Yeah, it don't it probably don't make sense for us because I every time I'm watching a movie and I'm say, say I'm sitting with my my sister or junior or Sonia, I'm like, golly, like all right. Yeah, he and he knows enough to be like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's eight years old, so obviously he's gonna do that, but he's probably like, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I need to see this, you know what I'm kind saying? Of, kind of to piggyback on what Eric said, right? So, my lady watches 90 Day Fiance, right? Mm. A, a girl on there who got famous. This woman this is crazy. This woman went to the hospital recently because she, she eats a lot of beans, right? And the reason she does that is, is because. <laughs> She has her own website, bro, where she sells her farts in a jar. Yeah. She made $500,000 in one week, bro. So, man, will buy this shit, bro. And just, just to, like, it, people are, to me, the most disgusting creature in the world, bro. Like, it's, it's ridiculous the amount of, like, stupid shit you can find people spending money. Yo, we are, like, I'm not even going to hold you up. We are, we are some sick fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's like dog like y'all are buying farts in a jar let me rethink my whole life bro you made five hundred thousand dollars in one week yes well and you know women and men have different privileges and that's mm-hmm. one of the that truth that women have yep i mean as much as they don't want to admit it yeah they have their privilege so many different avenues of, of how to get rich with them bro like, it's it's crazy man like yeah, I I wish I wish I could whip out my pinky toe, hey, and get and get ten G's. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, the world's problems would be over in my oh. opinion. <laughs> All day. Oh, you, you gave me ten thousand for what? Hey, I'm gonna go be quiet in my house now. I'll see you guys later. No, I'm yeah. laughing. I'm laughing because this man said. This lady farts in jars. <laughs> she said she in hospital. <laughs> and it's like, yo, what does your diet consist of? Black beans? Okay, you gotta stop. <laughs> That's wild, bro. I'm hot, man. <laughs> and every time like, I cut on the TV, man, it's like another woman dancing in a a Spider-Man costume or some TikTok yeah. shit up, bro. It's just crazy, man. Like it's I hate the I hate the, the the stage that the world is set in right now. It's, it's stupid. Yeah, we we talked about that before too. It's it's the phones, the access to everything that you yeah. anything you want at any second. So everyone has this false image of what they should be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of minding yeah. their own fucking business, <laughs> you know. 
Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. I think I think the pandemic kind of made it worse too, because like people were in the house and people were like mad lonely at the time. And you got to think that you know these people are dealing with all this craziness, and you know everybody's like apart. I couldn't imagine being single through the pandemic, bro. Rough. Like it, it would have been really hard, and like you're out there trying to date, and like nothing's open. You're in the house by yourself. And just knowing my kids would have been up in Michigan, I, I would have been hating life, mm. like straight up. The pandemic was rough anyway. Yeah. Even with me and Sony in the house, shoot the man. I'll tell you, I was drinking a lot <laughs> every day. And she'd just be looking at me. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. That's why like, the couples of y'all, y'all need that certain space, man. That's why hey, work is not bad, bro. Like you go to work, you get your time away from your woman. Yeah. Come back. Hey, I'm glad to see you now. Yeah. Near each other, bro. That shit is hell. I love my lady, but she know, like. So for me, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't have that same experience because I had just got married. Yeah. I want to say three days before everything got shut down. So March 14th, we were married about March 17th. They started shutting everything down. And like literally, it was for me, it was a blessing because it was like an extended honeymoon. We got to spend a lot of time together and just spending time in the house with them. It, it didn't feel that bad to me at the time. I mean, now it's a lot different because I remember I had a, like a week off of work and I was like, man, I need to get out of here mm-hmm. as soon as possible. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I run out of things to talk about. I don't know. I don't know. If you guys do too. When you're sitting at home for extended periods of time. No, yeah. I definitely. No, I definitely run out of stuff to talk about. And then, like, sometimes you just kind of just sitting there looking at each other. <laughs> like, okay, cool. I get freaked out when we get when we get to that point. She just looks at me and like, what the f- what? <laughs> what I do? <laughs> what I do? <laughs> <laughs> and I know it makes her mad because I'm always like, what's, uh, what's up? And she's like, nothing. What? And I'm like, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go sit in the garage for, <laughs> for a little while. I'll be back. No, uh, so um, the next topic. There was a Tennessee woman that got into a fight on a Spirit Airlines flight. All right, so a Tennessee woman turned herself into the FBI on Tuesday after she was accused of assaulting two flight attendants during a Spirit Airlines flight last month. Um, blah, 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 was charged in a criminal complaint with interfering with a flight crew after an incident on a, oh, this is November 27th flight from Fort Lauderdale to Nashville. All right, so first of all, as an adult, I would never fly Spirit again. Go ahead, one back, one back. I know you're good. <laughs> no, because I, I looked those- uh, I'm not flying. Oh, I was trying to look it up, right, to, to get more information on it. And the first thing that popped up, two women arrested for beating up a Spirit Airlines employee at Las Vegas Airport. <laughs> oh, they got it rough. <laughs> they got Target, dog. Yo, so I was telling him, like, back when me and Alice first met, we were going on flights all the time. And, like, like the very first flight I got on was a Spirit flight because it was super cheap. And I had to go see my kids. And um, I hop on the plane, right? And they start, like, you know, they start doing their flight checks. They start letting everybody in. And they, they're starting the plane up. And like, it just got, it got really foggy around the plane. And like the windows got all steamed up. 
and like the engine is like loud and i was like oh no and i was like hey something's wrong with the plane so i grabbed the flight attendant i'm like hey you know like i think something's wrong with the plane and she's like no nah, this is like uh well i didn't even say anything to the flight attendant yet i'm just kind of looking and my wife's looking she's like she's getting kind of worried and then the people next to me they grab the flight attendant and they're like hey i don't think the plane's supposed to be doing that they're like yeah you know sometimes you know when the engine's trying to warm up and i was like no i don't know i was like i, I didn't know planes did this and uh well we ended up making it where we made it but of course spirit airlines like the turbulence is always bad and whatnot and i got on another spirit flight but i know you could probably got a spirit flight story too i just mine was pretty short man just like being inside the cabin you got people arguing with the with the airline it's always there's always at least one or two black ladies just want to be loud <laughs> you know what i mean like getting crazy with the airline people and then they want they expect them to put the bag up it you know what i mean like it's just <laughs> it's crazy man that's why i always fly american airlines now because i just those spirit flights they be cheap man but it's, it's a reason to that it's ain't good <laughs> Yeah, and who's it attract too? I mean, it attracts you could, get, you could get anywhere for fifty dollars. Right. It attracts the worst kind of people. They really so do. another spirit flight, like uh, so when the pandemic kicked off, um, I had to hurry up and get home, and I like uh, there was some stuff going on, but yeah, like uh, we were flying home, and I just remember. You know, it was the pandemic, so everybody's masked up. Except this one, this one dude on the plane. You know, and he's just sitting there minding his business. But then he was, he started coughing, like real, like loud. Everybody else has a mask. It's the high, it's the beginning of the pandemic. So nobody's like, you know, they're using masks to control us. Everybody's like freaking out because this dude's coughing. And they're yeah. like, Nobody's saying anything to him. Everybody's giving him like a disgusted look. He just continues to call. So I just said loudly, I was like, so nobody's going to tell this motherfucker to put his mask on. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? And I was like, everybody else on this plane is wearing a mask. I was like, you're the only one not, and you're coughing right now. And then my wife kind of nudges me and she's like, hey, you know, you kind of leave it alone because we don't want to cause a scene, blah, blah, blah. And had I would have caused a scene, but there was other stuff going on to where I couldn't cause a scene at the time. All right, if you catch my drift. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I ended up like leaving the dude alone. So then we make it to the airport and we're getting ready to rent a car because I didn't like, uh, of course, we're flying. I have to get around. So we're going to rent a car. We went to what's the one that is getting ready to shut down? It was like, was it budget? Elmo or Hertz or whatever. It was Hertz because Hertz was getting like Hertz was in really bad trouble during the pandemic. They were getting ready to shut down. So we're in Hertz trying to get us a car. It's a long line. It's about five or six people in front of me. And there's a it's funny that you said black ladies are always acting crazy because there's a white dude in front of me. And he's like yelling at his kids at the top of his lungs, threatening to beat them. I'll beat your asses out here, blah, blah, blah. I was looking like like this ain't real like a common occurrence so i'm just kind of like laughing just kind of standing yeah, we'll a chance man Shit. yeah <laughs> so he's about to beat the hell out of these kids and like he's just going through it like he's not having a very good day so then he gets to the front and he goes and he asks about his reservation they're like okay cool like uh you have this car blah 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 just we're gonna need your card 
So he pulls his card out. His car is like bent in half. <laughs> so they're trying to swipe the card. And they're like, hey, sir, the car's not working. He's like, well, try it. Like, he's mad. Well, try it again. <laughs> he swiped the card again. He's like, sir, the car's not working. Well, you need to type the number in because I know my car was working. Like, And he's just like losing his mind. So then she tries to swipe the card again. And she's like, sir, like, I can't do anything. He's like, well, get your manager then. You know what? I'm sick of this. Get your manager. And the kids are still running around. Hey, shut the fuck up. And he's just yelling at them. <laughs> and they're just running around in circles. They're like, sir. Like, uh, we're going to ask you to kind of chill out or we're going to call the cops. Like, we'll call the cops. And so then they call the cops and I'm the person behind them. And they're like, hey, sir, go ahead, come up here. You know, we're going to help you out. Mind you, in the height of the pandemic, there's, I mean, he's the only person in there. Him and his kids were the only ones not wearing masks. So he's standing up there just all mad. He has like the, the evil look on his face. just like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm sick of this. I, I shouldn't have to take this from these people, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, whatever. And uh, I'm like, okay, so yeah, I need a rental car. And the dude just sneezes on me. Just, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. So, like, I got the damn, I got my fist cocked. I'm about to hit this dude. And my wife's like, hey, you can't do that. <laughs> Hey, you know, <laughs> you know what the consequences are here. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I was like, okay, just get this dude away from me. And they were like, yeah, like the cops are already on their way, blah, blah, blah. So then they get us all squared away. I walk over there and I'm waiting on my car to be driven up there. The cops show up. And like I said, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to be very low key. Okay. The cops come in there and they're like, hey, like uh, the lady at the desk, she just, she was like looking around for me. She's like, hey, the cops are here. They caught, he called right on that guy right there. And they're pointing at me. On that guy. I was like, no, he didn't, he didn't do anything to me. I was like, I just want to go on my way. I don't want to file a report, anything. Just leave me alone. Just go on my way. So yeah, I ended up getting in the car, but it was like getting off of a Spirit Airline flight and then going to whatever, a Hertz rental was the worst traveling experience I had and that dude he did he sneezed right in my face so you obviously got pulled in the conference like not conference but you got pulled in it because he sneezed on you but oh yeah you weren't if you weren't pulled in right that type of situation make you uncomfortable like when you see badass kids or like a parent or you know just just someone having an argument with like the establishment that you're in yeah I mean like you, you kind of just like watch him like damn I hope this stuff happen you know like I do this shit all the time, bro. Like, I, you get uncomfortable in them situations? I don't get uncomfortable. I get uh, I get frustrated. I'm I'm easily frustrated. Yeah. Aggravated. But I don't act on it. I just stare. I, I well actually <laughs> I try not to stare too because I don't even want a part of it. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like son of a bitch. Like I, I'm I feel more inconvenience that I'm there than it yeah. is for that person <laughs> to be arguing. I'm like, I just <laughs> I just need to leave. Duh. I'm just it always happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> Every it time. happened to me on the way here. Really? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I uh I have this gas station near my house. It's Shell. Um, you know, coming out there. And I go in there to get, you know, waters, Gatorades, whatever. And I know the people that work there. I'm, mm. I'm in there every other day, like when I'm, you know, going to do something. So I'm in there buying that water I had and I had a uh, I had an energy drink too. And they're 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 doing their maintenance on their uh, their registers and all that. So I'm just waiting. I'm like, hey, man, which one do I go to? He's like, ah, don't worry about it, man. I, I'll, I'll get you in a second. 
to rewind it back, I'm coming up the street and I see a car parked in some some dude's driveway right off of a busy Cliffdale, for example, busy, busy road, right? Mm-hmm. It's parked on the curb in the grass in his driveway. And I see him all the time when I pass by, but he's staring at this car confused as hell because no one's in it. So I could already tell when driving by, I'm like, oh, that ain't supposed to be there. And then I see this older lady walking up the street and she's dressed fairly nicely, but she's all fucked up. She look, kind of looks like a, like a crackhead, but dressed nice. She got the makings of a crackhead, which I yeah, can't tell. Can't tell which <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's weird too. And it's in a spot where no one really walks, you know, except for that guy that owns that house. So I pull in, do my thing, whatever. And I look behind me and I see her coming to the double door. I'm like, oh, damn. I already knew. I already knew what was about to happen. She busts in. She's like, yeah, it was colder than a bitch outside. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, there it is. I was like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. And then uh, the dude, he's a, he's probably about our age in his 30s. Right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, no, man. He's like, you need to leave. You're not allowed in here. And, <laughs> and, and he's he's a, he's like our age. He's a, he's a black dude. She, the Obviously, that lady that she's fucked up in the head <laughs> and he's already not having it i'm pretty sure something happened before and then the young the younger girl who's behind the register she's trying to get the register to work so she could you know ring me up yeah and this lady's just behind me and i'm i'm like oh whatever i'm caught in it too so i'm like fuck it i'm here i'm gonna get angry so i just want to buy my water and my energy drink yeah. and she's like oh fuck you i ain't leaving <laughs> give me my cigarettes and he's like no man you came in here last time acting a fool she's like what you can't handle me talking shit and he's like <laughs> he's like you need to leave you know and then uh she said some shit and it was pretty fucking funny you know they were going back and forth and he's like what you think i need this job she said evidently <laughs> and, and oh, still shit. this lady that i'm trying to get rung up by she's like frantically touching the, the screen <laughs> and i'm like oh that was pretty funny and then she said some shit and he's like all right now you definitely need to leave She's like, no, I didn't say the ER. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you I'm sitting there. I'm, at this point, I, I wasn't too, un- I wasn't uncomfortable or angry. That it, Her joke was funny. Because <laughs> he's like, do I need this job? Evidently. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, you right, crackhead number one. <laughs> and then finally, the girl gets the register good. Oh, damn, my voice cracked. But gets the register good rings me up and as i'm leaving some other weird shit happens a dude walking at me i hold the door for him his flip-flop falls off and he's like oh fuck it and just keeps walking yeah, walking barefoot oh my god he has slides on <laughs> one fell off at the curb and i'm like oh i was like hey man shit's getting weird in there he's like yeah fuck and then just kept walking and i was like all right and instantly right when i got in the car i called uh, i called sonia because uh i was like yeah you ain't gonna you, you you'll never know what the fuck just happened she's like what some weird shit because shit like that happens around me 24 <laughs> 7 i swear to god yo <laughs> fucking lady so i wasn't aggravated this time because i was initially until she said evidently and i was like oh all right yeah man like <laughs> Just the average person running around, bro. Like a lot of them ain't rap too tight. Mm-mm. She, hey, she, she either is a user or was. She was dressed pretty nice though, like her Sunday's best. 
but you know she's on something because it ain't Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, shit, you pulled that out the closet one day too early, lady. (laughs) Or the bag. I don't know where she's living. Obviously, her car don't work and don't care about the gas not working. Or gas or her car not working. Bus in. It's colder than a bitch out there. Yep. (laughs) My cigarettes. Okay. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I don't know, just living in like living in a place where you know it's that's poverty stricken. It's like it's hilarious, but it's like also not funny. Yeah, because you 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 know they're struggling. Yeah, like you know people are like really struggling with shit, and you like, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, it is funny, bro. Because it's like we we used to see the same same old dude, man. I'm pretty sure it's practical. He used to always go to the gas station right by our neighborhood. And he rode this, this like, eight-year-old. This dude was, like, 50-something, bro. On a small-ass bike. <laughs> an eight-year-old bike, bro. And the wheels was flat. So it's like, no, you can walk faster than what you ride. But he be on that bitch just getting it, though. <laughs> Still going, though. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, what are you doing? So like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, like bro. You know those sprock, that sprock is tiny, too. So he's moving his feet more than the bike's <laughs> actually moving. He could have ran to where he was trying to go. That's yeah, what I'm saying, man. Yeah. That's just stupid, bro. <laughs> hey, get it, get it how you can, I guess. No, nah, straight up. I mean, <laughs> let me see. What else I got? <laughs> okay. All right, so I was telling y'all about that Hilton, uh, that Hilton video. I'm about to play it real fast. Okay, and we can go ahead and talk about. It. Yeah, because when you were talking about it earlier, I had no clue what, what you were talking Yo, about. Yo, it's, it's crazy. It's not the one where a black dude was talking to that white boy. Like, the white boy was being real disrespectful. And I think the black dude was like a veteran. He was like, you don't know who the hell I am. What the fuck I am, what I did. No, 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 no. You, yeah, that one is pretty funny, too. But he didn't okay. actually get into a physical altercation with the people. Right. This one, this dude gets into a whole physical altercation. And it's like, it's kind of hilarious. Does it show the whole thing? Oh yeah. Well, it don't show the very beginning of it, no. but it shows enough of it. Let me see, Mac. Is that like popping up in like? Is it like a half screen? Uh, it's full screen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 here you go. Here you hey, go. Hey. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh oh oh. Oh, he dropped him. So he did it. Yep, yeah, you Mac, you it. catch it. Yeah. Boy, like ice tea. Yeah, I gotta run it back. Like Steve convinced 350. <laughs> y'all haven't de-escalated the situation because y'all, she's still right there, still talking. Y'all supposed to separate the party. Oh, no. Look, she, she grabbed. Oh, okay. oh yeah, she grabbed his head like it just went. And the husband got knocked out. Oh, so you, he did it. Yep, you got. Yep, I get it. It's all on camera. This is all on camera. He touched him. I 100% believe yeah, it, bro. She touched him. It's all on camera. Yeah, I was about everything to say. Is cam- it, 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 everything is on camera. Yeah, that do look like everything is on camera. <laughs> Sleep, bro. So yeah, just that was like the main portion of it, man. So in an incident captured on video and shared on Twitter, a white woman attacks a black man at the Hilton Hotel in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. The incident allegedly happened after hotel staff served the black man first, who was prioritized because he's a diamond member before the white woman and her partner. And they called the woman a Karen a bunch of times, blah, blah, blah. 
So yeah, the video was posted. Uh, still no response from Hilton Hotels and wrote to them, obviously they condone this behavior. Mm. So the next topic I just wanted to talk about was, have you ever been put in a situation by a family member, a spouse or anything like that where you were put in danger because of something that they were doing? Yeah, a couple of times. But yeah, a lot. Well, you said what? I said mainly, mainly spouse, man, a couple of times. Like, I was about to ask y'all that. Like, because I, with the, with the video, the dude didn't really do much. I don't know if he said something, but homeboy knew that if he hit the girl, he'd have been locked up. So, next yeah. option, the man. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. I honestly believe when you go out with your wife or your girlfriend, yeah, everybody's responsible for what they say and what they do, but to a certain extent, like you have to kind of take up for her. You know what I mean? And that's that's where it falls with us being like, you know, husbands or boyfriends put in the bad situations because of our significant other. It happened to me a couple of times. Uh Mike's wife. Uh going crazy at Big Apple. Oh man. And yeah, like, you know, she she can drink, you know what I mean? So talking crazy to everybody. Dude stepped up, like didn't even leave him a bumper, you know what I mean? Like he was kind of trying to get past her. But she felt that it was aggression. So she turned around and pushed him. He turned around, was about to push her. So I had to step in the way and like, hey, shut the fuck out. Almost got an altercation, you know, in the parking lot, like that. I was mad because I understood his point of view, bro. Like, don't don't push nobody out of, you know, for no reason, pretty much. But at the same time, that's my woman, so I have to step up and, and do some shit. But I got mad at her later at home because, like, yo, you need to watch what you do, what you say, and, you know, how you, you know, operate out here because there's a lot of dudes out here who will knock a girl out, like, flat out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. As as a man, I recognize, like, us as men, we know if we go out here, we start pushing on people, you're probably going to be hit back. Yeah. Women walk around, all right, and it's not to be sexist or anything like that. Let me throw that disclaimer out there because I'm not saying all women, but I'm saying there's a lot of them out there that walk around, and they put their hands on people and expect not to be hit back. Like, there's no way in no way shape or form i'm not walking around nowhere and i'm not pushing nobody and expecting them not to like not like yeah. throw a punch at me yeah. Yeah. it's because we think of the consequences though man like we like you said you push somebody when you push back get somebody get hit back like you said women they kind of walk around with that law you know what i'm saying on their shoulders can't touch me mentality and it's to me honestly it's fucked up because like you you read some of these stories where a woman would beat on a man and then as soon as a man hit her, he in handcuffs. Or just yeah. even a call from if a woman calls the cops. Yeah. Over there, you in handcuffs. For what? They don't know the story yet, but you're in handcuffs. So it's I, I hate that shit. Man. Like it, we gotta fix that. I don't know how they gotta do it, but that shit needs to be fixed. I mean, like just that watching that video the first time I saw it, like you see that woman grab this grown man's head like this. Yes. And I was looking and I was like, the husband, like, it was sad because the husband's trying to de-escalate. The husband's like, hey, you know, chill. You you know, you can't do that to my wife. Pop, he catches it. You know, and he's out. And you know what sucks? What makes it even worse about this situation is after he gets up, his wife's going to be mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> Why you get put to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like you running up on them on spoiled iced tea and you expect me to just beat the fuck out of them. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that dude was big. Yeah, yeah like he was, he was. 
the audacity of this little like five foot woman. woman like yeah. grabbing this man's head because yes i've been put in situations like that before and it's like like that's why i have to have conversations and i feel like when you're picking a spouse like you have to realize that it has to be a woman that realizes that certain things are going to cause certain issues yeah. and i'm not going to get into like how women dress and whatnot because at the end of the day people should know how to control themselves but if you're if you're with a woman that is very confrontational by nature you have to worry about these things happening mm -hmm. and that's why women look for the men that they look for they look for men that can protect them and it's a very what's the word it's a primal instinct that they have like women want to believe that they're dealing with the toughest man in the world and all this other stuff and that's cool and all but you have to realize like the situations that you're in like not too long ago me and my wife we were having a conversation you know and it was just because we we uh we're very big gun owners and whatnot and we own guns and all those different types of things but you know she bought a, a very expensive purse and she's like you know and at the end of the day nobody's gonna take it from me because i got my gun blah 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 that's the wrong way to act and i was like hey you have to realize you have to get to the gun first. Yeah. I was like, a lot of things can happen before you can even pull that gun up from wherever you have it. A lot of times she like, yeah, and I'm not going to say where she normally keeps it, but a lot of times people don't realize that like in a practical situation, if somebody got the drop on you, just let go of what you got. All right. In no way, shape or form, should you be trying to fight for a material possession? I mean, because at the end of the day, you're going to get both of us killed. Just mm -hmm. let them have what you got. And I know it's going to hurt your pride. Like people are going to take your stuff. Like, especially as a man, when somebody takes something from you, but if they got the drop on you. There's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah, at that point, no. <laughs> That's another thing too. Like if that did happen, you know, and she felt a little salty towards you because you didn't do what she thought you would do. They don't like, a lot of people don't, don't think about the long-term shit. It's just short-term. Like me, like, hey, did we make it out of that situation? Yes, okay. And that's what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like that, that's what I was looking for. I mean, and to be real, it's just because, you know, a lot of people haven't actually been in a situation where they've been robbed or where they ha they've had, you know, things taken from them. Like, I've been in a situation where I've been robbed, and I'm going to let you know it's not how you think it is, right? Like, if somebody has a gun pointed at you, what are you going to try to do, fight them? No. Uh -huh. Like, that's stupid. You're going to lose your life quicker than, quicker than you snapping your fingers. Or quicker than you can get to that gun. Like you may be able to beat them, and at off chance that you may be able to beat them, something bad can still happen. All right, there's a lot of different ways that that scenario can play out. But yeah, like I just, when you're dealing with women, like sometimes like they they need to know that they're not necessarily dealing with Superman. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're the biggest baddest person out in in the streets. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody has the drop on you, like if I run up on you right now and I have my gun out and you don't have a gun out, I'm going to take what you have. Yeah. And if you try to attack me, I'm going to shoot you. I mean, that, that's what it's about. And that poor guy went to sleep. Yeah, that, he did. <laughs> hey, like, like a fella, but he was out. <laughs> hey, so. hey, everyone has a button too. It doesn't matter yeah, if it's full tier or not. Yeah, it don't matter. Don't matter. Catch me in the right spot, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And especially if you're dealing with Swole T right there, he threw that that punch was pretty mean right on the dot. Oh yeah, that looked good. <laughs> it looked like he probably fought before. Yeah, he must have trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> playing box.
That's not the first time it's hit someone in the face like that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he, um, like it's a whole other can of can of worms, man. But like, and you said that was in Brazil, right? Yeah, that was yeah. So you know that poor dude has to fucking sit there with that lady for however long their, Yo, their vacation. Rest is. of the trip. I couldn't even <laughs> because imagine. Because obviously they flew there. Yep. So they're going to have to fly out. <laughs> like, just imagine, bro, them getting into an argument. Like, your bitch ass couldn't even fucking handle, the, handle swole tea over there. <laughs> now you want to talk you to can't say shit. Because, like, bro, your cheek fractured and you're on the plane, man. How yeah. Like, she talking her shit. Like, hey, you just got to go at that point, bro. Spirit airline is falling apart. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know the spirit. <laughs> oh, hella turbulence and shit. Yo. Yeah. yeah, you're on that turbulent flight, your damn jaw hurting. You got this woman just jaw jacking in your damn ear, like, bro, it will be so bad. Like, the dynamic of your whole relationship is going to change. You got to get a divorce, bro. Yeah, I got to leave. Yeah. You got to get a divorce because you're not shutting that woman up after that. She has the power. <laughs> now, if he hit the woman, though, right? How would y'all feel about that? So. Equal, equal rights, equal levels, bro. <laughs> so that that's how I look at it, right? Obviously, I was taught never hit a woman. I never have. It, look, man, like been some close moments where I was getting pieced up, and I had yeah. to flex, you know, man, deflect and redirect. But no, um, mm-hmm. if he hit that woman, bro, you know, it would have been up in arms. They'd have been on his ass. But yeah. we had video proof that she assaulted him first. So, like, I think as as like a uh, country, we have to get out of that mentality, like. We're pushing for women's rights here, equal rights, right? And then down here, oh, we're still kind of like on not on your guys' level when it comes to like physicality and stuff like that. But like you can't you can't have either or you gotta have both, you know what I'm saying? So either we do it 100 percent or not at all. That's how I view it. So and yeah, I'm definitely gonna get into that on a different uh pod. Yeah, Just uh <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something that, that we should talk about because when it comes to all the sports. How they're trying to go about all those different things, but that yeah, that's something that definitely should be right now. But yeah, I feel like that's enough for another episode. We're oh, definitely yeah, gonna get more into that. Um, but yeah, like I said, he gonna have to divorce that woman. R.I.P. That Hopefully relationship. It's in the house. <laughs> Hopefully they ain't got no kids. Yeah. Imagine if your kids see you get knocked out like that. Oh, you know TikTok got that shit blown up, boy. <laughs> You ain't recovering after that. Yeah. Then they put a soundtrack in the background. Oh, that's that's hell, dog. Mm-hmm. Ain't Everyone in the school sees it. And then your mom's the Karen from the bro. That would be horrible. District, bro. Move states. Man. You know that guy's already upset because he spent all that money to get down to Rio. Right. Just to get you know that that's where she wanted to go. Yeah. She wanted to go there, not him. And he probably is like Low-key, you're probably upset that he spent all that money to go there in the first place, which I, I feel like I would. Yeah. Just because. Because oh, yeah, I'm like, all right, well, now I don't have this money for this, that, and the other. And then you you got that guy punching you in the face because your your lady wants to grab him by the back I mean, of the head. Rewind like it back a little bit more. Like, just knowing that what type of woman that you're dealing with, uh, she had the audacity. Like, you can only imagine, like, how it is living with a woman like that mm-hmm. and you're spending your hard-earned money bringing this woman to rio yeah. and to be honest, she, like she she doing that to, to to that dude he big as hell imagine what she's doing to the other dude at home like she yeah. probably in that relationship anyway so 
Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he probably already week one as it is. Man, that's and trash. I did. And there was only one person in front of him. Yeah. Like we were talking about you with five people in front of you. Yeah. And then you get sneezed on, you're good to go. But she wanted to grab him by the back of the head and then get get old dude knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Just the audacity. And now that's 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 what's wrong with this country nowadays. Everybody has the audacity. Yeah. The audacity <laughs> of these people. What did, what did Mike Tyson say? He, he had a quote, man. He was like, <laughs> my back. <laughs> my back is broken. He said the internet like uh, gave people the courage to talk shit and I get punched in their face. Something like that. It was something along the lines like that. But Mike Tyson said the best, bro. Like you gotta you gotta watch what you say, man, because you get punched in the fucking mouth still. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's a real life situation. And that is an issue. Like mm-hmm. people don't think that they're gonna get hit in the face no more. No, because people talk to people and don't realize someone's about that life. Yeah, oh, I'll come find you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like tone of voice is such a, a big thing for me, dog. Like that's that's kind of why I hate texting. I really call, it, but mm-hmm. like you have to have like a certain amount of tone, like the what's it? Where I'm for damn it. Tact. Tact is fucking... Yeah, yeah. You have to have tact with everything you do. I mean, like, you, you can dis- disrespect somebody and, you know, and, like, just not be loud or aggressive or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, just know how to act, pretty much. Homeboy learned. Not yeah. to get a girl like that. <laughs> you fucking learned her one. No, no, no. He learned him one. Yeah. It, it, he didn't even need to learn. Doesn't matter what she looks like, she's gonna get your ass whooped. Yeah, that is true. I would have to leave. I couldn't do it. I'd be like, you know what? It was cool and all, but it hurts now. I think it hurts more than my face. So you're going to have to find a way uh, back to the States. Because I'm now. I'm sorry. It was a good ride. Oh, man. Like, you know what? He was on the ground for an extended period of time. I don't think he was uh, out cold like that. I think he was just laying there thinking about what the fuck just happened. Yeah. Because, you know, he probably, like, got hit, fell down. He's like, fuck. He, when he came to, he's like, that just fucking happened. Now, just imagine if he wasn't knocked out, though, and he yeah. caught that punch. He's like, bro, I don't want to fight this dude. Just fall down. <laughs> and then you hear in the background, too, the other dude, I got it on camera. <laughs> like... <laughs> And actually, if you if you look at that video too, you see the guy that's talking is in a uh, a gray uh, a gray tank top, yeah. like an undershirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. You saw that. It's like, mm-hmm. hey man, you got you got swole tea over here, and goddamn hype man talking shit, and then you just got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, like I would be I would be hot. I gotta send you this video. There's this video of uh, it's in New York, man, and uh, it's it's kind of not really that similar. But it's so hilarious because mm-hmm. um, this dude, he takes a cigarette from someone, right, with intentions to give him a dollar. But you can tell the guy who took the cigarette is all fucked up on something. So he's trying to ignore him, put his headphones in. And the, the dude sitting next to him is drinking a tall boy of Keystone. He's like, give him the dollar, man. Just give him the dollar, man. And the kid's like, whatever, put his earphones in. And this dude that he took the cigarette from, he just says, fuck it. Just rolls up in front of him, doesn't cock back at all, like literally elbows straight to the side, just fucking bib bib bib, just like he's a fucking <laughs> like a speed bag, like a speed bag in the gym, just hitting <laughs> nonstop. And I, it was the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen. Because after the first like little half jab, because I'm pretty sure the dude was strung out, he's just asleep, and then the dude's still going, and someone in the back's like, 
damn, damn, <laughs> beep, bop, boop, bop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> I can this up, yo. Yo, I got it. I got it. I got yeah, it. you got to send me this Yeah, shit. I'll send it to you. So maybe you could fucking like edit it in right here. Just bing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just show that video. Oh, man, that's going to be hilarious. Oh, my God. Let me see. Y'all boys got anything y'all else y'all want to get into? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, you, you're the internet thing. Like you just said the whole feedback shit. Yeah, that shit. I got. I I edited it down. It's a full video, but here I'll show you this. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely got. <laughs> it. It's a good one, man. It's the best. It's, hey, it's yeah, quite possibly this. the best shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm understanding to you, bro. Yeah, I wish I could. Here, I'll just I'll send you this one so you could send it to Mac real quick. That's social media <laughs> shit, man. That should have ruined your life, dog, for real. Yeah. Well, this kid don't care. Oh, it's crazy too, man. Like, I, I just orange. edited it down, but I'll I'll send the big, the, I'll find the real video and I'll send it so you can see the whole thing talking about, and you know it's in a New York subway too because old boy's calling his cigarette a square. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. damn, I haven't heard that since I lived in New York. He stole my square. <laughs> and then, <laughs> <laughs> did you get it? Dog, not yet. Yeah. Shit. I that shit had me rolling, bro. Yeah, it, it, oh, it's still sending. Damn it! But either way, it's hilarious. Yo, people know where like they make them videos of uh, it's like a white dude going in like like hood ass areas, like trying to talk to like you know gang members and shit, like throwing. Oh, yeah. them. That's that's social media shit, man. I think somebody actually, two dudes got killed doing that shit. Yeah, I assume so. It's, it's not too like like some dudes running around and. And her job and shit like that, and he has a, a bag with him. He walks inside a crowded place, throws the bag on the ground, and runs. And everybody freaks out and runs off. And yeah, like, like that shit is stupid, bro. Like especially you do that shit in Texas, you most likely get shot. Everybody got a fucking gun on. You know what I mean? Texas got those special laws. Stay yeah. town, right? Mm-hmm. I love my state. That's a good. Yeah, yeah I just uh, sent well, the video sending right now, but yeah, like. And that don't get talked about enough either. I mean, they don't do them as much no more, but one of those dudes, it was like that Fousey tube dude. He was like, he would run around doing that stuff all the time. And it's like, you already, like you're in an impoverished area. These people already don't care much about life. Like you have to realize like where you are. And yeah. he's just lucky that he didn't get killed in a situation like that. It says it's delivered. You got it? Yeah. It's just a short one, but it'll it'll prove. It. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, just we'll, we'll be quiet for a second. Listen to the Yo, lady. Just, yeah. Listen to the lady in the background, though. Damn. Yeah. Beep, bop, boop, bop, boop. <laughs> we sleep. The fuck. <laughs> He's eating them punches, man. Oh my god, yo, that guy has some serious speed bag skills. <laughs> he must have tried. Yeah. Oh man, now I'm trying to think, man. Like this has been a good, a good pod. Mm-hmm. Appreciate your boys always yeah. coming on, man. Hey, every day, every time. Shit. All right, let me see. 
But if y'all ain't got nothing else to get into, bro, I'm going to really stop the recording. We can talk a little bit afterwards. But this has been the We're Not Experts podcast. This is what, episode three? Episode two should be up sometime tonight. But this has been episode three. We appreciate everybody for listening. And we are out. Peace.